Hi, I'm Corbett Pascoe. Who the fuck are you? Settle in as we begin to tell you about some friends. Folks you know in Chicago and some you've never met. We'll talk about the things they say and do. There's a question posed to old and new. Who the fuck are you? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Kevin Alvis, and holy fucking shit, it's cold. I never want to go outside ever again. If you do have to go outside, be sure you're bundling up. Stay warm, stay cozy, stay safe. My guest today is one of the most talented, hardworking women I've ever met in my life. She's an actor, writer, musician, producer, director, TikTok star. You just she does everything, and on top of it, she's one of my closest, dearest friends. Please welcome to the podcast, Corbett Pasco. Hello. Hey, Corbett Pasco. What's happening? Now I can hear you. It helps if you join with audio. Otherwise, you're muted like an asshole. <laughs> that is an option. They give you that option when you come in. It so. is muted like an asshole or join with audio. What do you want to do? Hi, How are you? So, so great. Yeah. So great. Sure. So that, great. that sounds about as plausible as anything else, right? I think so. I think that's pretty much just kind of across the board answer for anybody right now. When you're like, how are you? You're like, fucking great. Or ah, fine. Because I think everyone's just kind of holding on by a thread. And the ones that aren't holding by on, on by a thread are the ones sitting at the bars and restaurants right now having the best life. Having the best life with their masks off. Just just sucking in that Rona like just, through this thrill. I mean, just putting their face right on it. It's like, it's it like is. just it's like that and like licking urinals. That's kind of like yeah. what yeah. that reminds me of. That's pretty much it. Only you're like motorboating a urinal cake is what that is like to, yes just getting to town on it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. full face arona that's what it is <laughs> full face arona that's that what you is, get that's my next album that should be as a great name full face right? arona full face arona yeah is that the is that the title song or is there another one that's no i think that's probably gonna be the single um yeah. that's probably that's definitely the title song you got uh, what's the b-side on that uh let's see I that was the that... oldest man thing i've said in a long time by the way What's no the no no I, on that? I literally just made a b-side joke yesterday so it's totally fine um son of a bitch all right so full face arona is the single the b-side uh would be uh can't feel my lungs <laughs> can't feel my lungs and then it just kind ah. of wheezes out song's over because <laughs> And that's it. Uh, I would I would flip that album over and listen to that one all the time. A few times. I would Absolutely. be the that would be the one for me is like, oh, have you have you heard uh, full face of Ron? I'm like, no, 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 check the B side. No, no, you gotta flip on. it. Yeah, put it on that one. Hi, Corbett. Kevin. Thanks for sitting down with me. It's been forever since I've well, it actually been it hasn't been forever since I've seen your face. I just Why? saw your face the other day. Yep. But it's been a while since we've been able to see faces and, and like sit and like chat and not scream uh, at each other over 15 other people in a Zoom call. Right. Or very briefly speak to each other through mask outside in the cold as something's being dropped off at your house. Still very far away from each other. 
Mm-hmm. And then that, that, yep. that, yeah, so. that's how we do that. So thanks for coming and hanging thanks out. Thanks for having me. We'll start off with a, a, a fun question of like, Ooh. what's something that you've been doing that's fun and positive for your brain during this time? Like, has there been like even like a little thing of like, oh, I, I bought this great beer or like, what's the thing that's keeping you on the straight and narrow during this time? <laughs> How are you disassociating today? Um, exactly. Y'all, uh, for my birthday, I did get a record player. That's helping a lot. Um, that's super, super fun. Yeah, you seem like that seems like it's been just really a, a high point for you recently because you've just been talking about that a whole bunch and it's, well, I mean, <laughs> but for good reason too because I mean, isn't that, you said your collection is from your albums of your from your family, right? Yeah, so it, it was kind of a portal instead of just a gift. And of course, mass amounts of television whenever I can. Right. What have you been watching? What's been what's been the let's say top three things you've watched during the past year of pandemic? Like you could if you could, what's Corbett's Corbett's top picks? Oh, for for okay, you know I'm gonna put Ted Lasso really high up there. You've been talking about that a lot lately. I haven't watched it yet, but it's it's getting jam reviews. So it's a it is a bomb. It is a we're going to. It took me a couple episodes. Like, mm-hmm. Can I trust you? Can I trust you with my feelings? Are you going to break my heart? Are you going to break my heart? Are you going to shoot somebody in the face? You're going to shoot somebody in the face, aren't you? Well, it's not a BBC show. So it's because <laughs> uh, they don't care. They will just oh. take your feelings and break their neck in front of you. Exactly. Uh, although, no, it's an Apple TV. But um, it, it is exploring like masculinity and sports and feelings and self-deprecating jokes but also just jokes that aren't self-deprecating and it's just de fucking lightful okay. it's not a, cobra kai so it's not cobra kai which not is cobra. another thing cobra kai was, yeah, is in my opinion hands down the <sighs> best show streaming or on tv right now and that's even above like mandalorian and wandavision which has been oof, great and a oof. bunch of really good sh- watchmen really too shows watchmen yeah dude i'm sorry watchmen was amazing and it was gorgeous but it's not fucking cobra guy and it's not you know, william babka you're right you're right fewer things are william babka because that is the show that we all deserve cobra it kai is. is what our generation deserves it is a delicious elixir of sweet sweet fruit punch drink like and jolly ranchers fanta like yeah, just like it's like a morning popcorn. yep and a hostess apple pie just like back when entertainment was fun right and it knows it knows it's feeding you junk and it's oh, like yeah. yeah you want this in your eyeballs don't you and you're oh, like yeah. yes i do movies were like saturday morning cartoons it was like here's some shit to start your day and you're like fucking a let's go I had to pause an episode and I, I'm hopeful, I, I'll try not to give any spoilers, but when there was a newscaster who said, today in what can only be described as an all out karate riot, and yes. I had to pause the television yes. to fall off the couch laughing. I was oh like, oh my God. Can only be described. That's the only way we can do it. The thing it's I love. Long. The thing I love about Cobra Kai is people are like, what's worth this valley that's obsessed with karate? That was that was the, like with Karate Kid. But watching the show Cobra Kai, it's more like what's with this California valley that's obsessed with stunts and stage combat? Because it's not karate. They're not doing karate. Oh. They're doing a few karate moves, but mainly what they're doing are some of some of the best choreographed fights for teenagers, for fucking teenagers. <laughs> like the the daredevil hallway fight but in a high school i'm like what in the crap is good you know there were fights at my high school too they weren't this cool right oh no and or that long 
Uh, no, no. And the, definitely and the one thing I do really love about this show, and I kind of wish I had this show growing up, is that it gives the skinny little nerds the awesome, cool leading guy action stuff to do. Like most oh, yeah. of the cast are a bunch of skinny little nerds who would never do it, never be like in an action movie or, or fight sequences and stuff like that. And they're just fucking kicking ass. And I, I adore that with my skinny little nerdy heart. All day, because it's all I ever wanted to do was be awesome. And now Cobra Kai is doing that for other people. I think it's fucking great. Uh, we've known each other for quite a while now. I think yeah. 10 years at least by now or something like that. I think and it might be more. The one thing that's been pretty much consistent with you all of these years is that you are one of, if not the hardest working people especially in the arts that I've ever met. You are usually juggling like 15 projects on top of your life and a family life. Yeah. And it, it makes me sleepy and a little nauseated <laughs> to think about. Um, so I've chosen a few things that I think we should talk about because I want to know more about. Once I was uh, done dry heaving, no, right, I picked... Uh, let's, uh, you, I... Now I always get this confused. Are you're from Chicago, but lived somewhere else for a little bit and then came back to Chicago or you were raised for a little bit somewhere and then moved in Chicago and that's where you've been? Uh, the first one. So I was born in the city. Uh, we moved out for a little bit and then came on back. Oh, okay. uh, the, the furthest I have been is college downstate and London for six months. Okay, that makes sense because you seem to know so many people in Chicago. I think half of my guests on my show were all suggestions by you. Um, <laughs> but you are, um, you, I mean, you kind of fucking do everything. You're an actress, uh, you're a writer, you're a producer, you're or a director, uh, you're a voiceover artist, uh, you're now a TikTok star. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you went to bed with what, like 300 uh, followers and you woke up with like 2000 followers. So we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit. So you yeah, kind we'll get, of we'll like across the board, uh, I mean, just have your fingers in so many fucking pots. Um, right. I want to, I'd like I'll to start like off. To start with, dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Silly me. You're also a musician, a singer, and you also can f somehow put together a band within like three days of talking about it. Um, so this will be a four-part show. Cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. I want to start off with what your regular, what I consider your regular job to be, okay. is, is that you are a professional voiceover artist for companies' computer phone system. Basically, you are yeah. a professional Janet. Exactly. Yes, I'm not a robot. How <laughs> how does one become a professional Janet? Um, I uh, again knowing people is great mm -hmm. uh, and having very talented friends. Hi, Kevin, is uh -huh. also very great. It allows you to do cool things like be on a podcast. So hmm. um, a very good friend of mine um, uh, works for this company and we had, he had auditions. So uh, I auditioned some friends did as well. Uh, and we got together in like, you know, the before times when you could be in a room with people. Hmm. And so what this company does is they, their clients need, you know, you can talk to me like a real person, people. Um, <laughs> I understand you'd like to speak to someone, but please. Um, so <laughs> I'm I grew going up, to keep you as long as possible. I feel bad every time I record that. Um, uh, as someone who grew up calling the time and the weather, this mm -hmm. was like, hooray. Uh, 
but the trick is to not sound quite that robotic, which is difficult. So there were auditions and I, I booked with one of the clients and that client happened to have a gajillion things to record. They, they originally wanted me to have, it was like a, almost like a QVC type of place, but they, they wanted me to originally record all of their products. Oh, wow. I'm like, that's awesome. I'll never leave my house though, like ever. So then they started turning me into a Siri uh, where I would go off and record for some engineers in Sweden uh, who would get the script from people in South Korea so they could, I said some weird shit. Um, I had to stop after a few and go, I'm sorry, where did you get this? Uh, And so, so then they did that. And I also went to another place in Evanston to compare like who made the better Siri. Um, and in that time I got more auditions and I just have now uh, got a good load of clients uh, that I am a helpful robot, not robot for. So, cause I think what you said, one of your clients is, if, I don't know, can we talk, if we can talk about this, I think if, so. if, if we can pull back the curtain, sure. uh, uh, one of your clients is 1-800-Flowers, correct? Yes. So if I were to call 1-800-Flowers, it would be you. Hi. No. No. (laughs) You would think. uh, And I'm very confused by that myself. Uh, Well, Um, I guess this show's going down. Yeah. It depends on where you are. But yeah, uh, 1-800-Flowers, Applebee's, a lot of collections agencies. That's fun. Uh, Well, you have a a great soothing voice that makes me want to give you money. So I think that's kind of works out pretty well. At some point, I'm going to call and hear myself, and it's going to be great. Now, what is the, like... So that job in theory sounds fucking easy, but like you said, you have to basically just repeat a lot of things all fucking day, numbers yes. and products and things like that. What's the most outside of like just losing your fucking mind on that kind of thing? What's the most difficult part of that kind of job? Because it, it is not to sound like a robot. It is yeah. to sound, uh, I actually did call uh, a service for something for one of my marketing jobs and uh, the, the help came on. I'm like, this script sounds really familiar. Hey, and I called my friend. I'm like, is Kate, does she have constant contact? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, she sounds real good. I, I thought so. <laughs> wow. I remember seeing that on our client list and she is not robotic and sounding. So getting like a big chunk of text that is a bunch of technical jargon about forms or, you know, what you need to do to get your rebate, meow, 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 meow. And it's very dense and mm. making that sound not quite like this because you will put them and yourself to sleep and then that but that also will break up that illusion that they're going for is like you are basically talking to a real person it's like when they right. like i think it's at&t or, or xfinity or somebody when they're when the the computer is searching for something it puts in keyboard typing to make it sound like it's a real like i am looking things up for you in the computer we do that too and i and i i'm still baffled i've already told you that i am an automated i'm an automated assistant designed to get what you need as fast as possible and yet clickety clackety i've already told you i don't have fingers (laughs) but maybe you do maybe it's like like in star wars maybe you are like a like a droid at a desk who actually okay. is looking up stuff on a computer. You just are the droid that is doing stuff. I like that. I like oh, that theory. that right there is a Disney Plus series. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. Like, you it's know, like, like an a, op- a call, a droid office call droids. Center. Yes. Office oh, droids. It's somebody like call Favreau. Let's get this shit going. Amazing. Fuck a Mandalorian. Judge. Office Fuck drones. Fuck a Mandalorian, right? The office drones. So you get uh, Favreau and, and Michael and, and Michael Scher together to make this happen. And oh, then God. done. <laughs> oh, Jesus done. Christ. That's a dreams. You just made dreams come true for me in that.
Uh, well, let's move Janet's out of the way for a second. Cause I mean, that's, it's a novelty job, but it's not as interesting as all the other stuff you do, but cause this, I love you are, hmm, sorry. I short circuit sometimes and I, and I have like 15 things I want to say all at one time. I've never had that problem. Never. never. That you, are, that problem. you are that problem. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. version of that problem. No, that's true. I, <laughs> that's I am a walking 15 things you want to say. Yep. <laughs> and it's all going at one time. It is. Um, for the past few years, well, now I guess probably about a year or two, uh, you've been slowly uh, sliding into taking over uh, as host and producer for one of, in my opinion, the most entertaining nights in Chicago. And that's a show called Right Club that was started, was a decade ago by the, the overlord Ian Belknap, who, Correct. if he ever listened to this, is just a wonderful, wonderful, extremely talented curmudgeon of a man. He just turned it off. He just turned up right there. Like, oh, he spoke about me. Click. Mm -hmm. oh, um, you're nice things, gross. And Right Club is one of the original, or not the original, live lit show in Chicago, correct? Well, uh, the term live lit was actually coined by Ian Belknap. That uh, brilliant man. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess technically, yes, it is the first live lit show. It's not the first storytelling show, I don't think, that Chicago ever had. Uh, but since it is not exactly storytelling, and he made up the term. We're going to say it's the first live lit. I love it. It's the first live lit show. So uh, tell us a little bit more about what makes Right Club so special. And what is a, let's say, before, we'll say pre-pandemic, what was an mm -hmm. average night of Right Club like? So I, it is one of my favorite things the city does. Um, when I first saw it, I instantly knew I had to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a friend who was in it. So what what you see is a packed hideout audience which hideout is legendary venue mm, uh love that place it's so great and it's just one of the places i miss the most uh being on lockdown but it is um so you've got this rowdy uh but weirdly intellectual crowd uh <laughs> packed packed in there a bunch of nerds and um, with of this crazy nerds bunch of crazy drunk nerds and then you know it, when ian was still hosting you've got this dude coming up and screaming with this rock and roll opening uh and some banter happening and then there's three bouts because it's literature is blood sport so you've got so-and-so versus you've got this versus that this versus that you've got posing topics hug mm -hmm. versus drugs salty versus sweet and there's three bouts two writers per bout and each writer has seven minutes to present their case. They've written it in advance. And if they go longer, they will be cut off violently by the audience. The I love three, that. I like that. It's so great. Uh, three judges are chosen in the audience and the winner is decided by applause. Well, what, are the, what, what are the pieces like? Like what style of the writing uh, are we looking at? Is it more storytelling? Is it uh, like... They're essays. Essay. Um, it runs the gamut from I am crying laughing to completely grossed out to sobbing to stunned silence to all of them in one piece. It just depends on the performer uh, and they're usually very dynamic. I have, I have met some of the best writer performers in the city because of this show. Uh, this is where I fell in love with Samantha Irby. This is where I mm, fell in love with Megan nice. Seelstra. Like just there, I mean, the people that, so I, yeah, wait, now, is that where I met Lily B? Yeah, Lily B also. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, Lily B, she's, 
Institute's mm-hmm. show, and I love her so much. Yep. Now, normally when you hear the word essay, that does that sounds very boring and sounds like something you don't like you don't normally hear out loud. It's usually something you write for school or you read it in a magazine and you move on with your life. Um, what so? Why do people want to come sit down and listen to these essays? Right. It, it, it doesn't sound like an electric evening. And yet it is one of the most visceral experiences the city has. Taking from, you know, the immediacy of, say, you know, the neo-futurists, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the whole neo-futurist ideal is everything is real. Every, we know that this is an audience, this is a play. So you've got someone reading their piece. Very, there are a few fiction pieces, but for the most part, they're, they're personal accounts. Um, in these seven minutes, and I am here to entertain you with this microphone. I am here to give you a slice of something you didn't know you needed. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to coddle you and make you comfortable with a little bedtime story. We're going to talk some shit and we're going to talk some shit real loud and we're going to talk some shit real fast and we're going to talk some shit real deep. Ready, set, go. And it, it's just a ride that everyone just kind of agrees to go on together. Everyone's like, cool, let's do this. Oh my God, it's seven minutes. And the whole audience throws their arms up in an X and goes, yeah, people, people are very serious about cutting people off. It's almost that we, no one wants to see anyone fail, but I think when they, once yeah. the audience sees it gets down to about 10 seconds left, they're like, Ooh, I'm going to get to do the thing. So it's like, I don't want you to fail unless you're about to fail. Then it's totally fine. Cause no matter what you're going to fail by fail, I mean, not do it within the time limit. So I yeah. can scream and yell like, ah, it's, because you're invested. You want to know much. what the last part of that sentence was. What's what? What happened? What? Mm. Um, and it's it's just everyone just kind of has this pact that they didn't know that they entered when they walked into the room that we're all supporting the fuck out of these people on stage. And we're going on this journey together. Ready, set, go. And we're led by this crazy person who uh, he's me just yelling at people. He's just yelling at you. He's, uh, he's a very curmudgeonly man and he's no longer the person yelling at you. I am now the person yelling at you. Uh, but because we're kind of shaking you out of that comfort. This is not a fireside chat. Wake the fuck up. Let's go. Now that was all hideout craziness, drunken Tuesdays. Was it Tuesdays? It was Tuesdays. Drunken Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Oh man, drunk Tuesdays in a tight pack bar. So much fun. But now we're in pandemic and everything's shut down. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been able to manage to keep the show going. So yeah. what have you done? How I mean, it has been a major shift. So now the format of the show has completely switched to online. Yes. So how does this work now since we're not live, since we're not all in a room judging people? Uh, right. How, you know, how, how's the show working now? So you can't scream. I mean, you could, but no one would hear you aside from your neighbors. And they'd, and be, they'd mad. be fucking furious. They'd be so, it's Tuesday night. Why mm-hmm. are you screaming? You fucking name Why are you drunk at seven o'clock screaming in your apartment? Right? Uh, what can I do otherwise? I like sweet. It's a whole fair lot of grime out there. But like, I was trying to figure this out. Uh, we are fortunate in that we have a sponsor, which is great. So yay, that, sponsor! Yay! Uh, so that the staff can also get paid. Hooray! Uh, because we also pay our combatants. Hooray! Hooray! Um, so knowing that artists are still getting paid uh, during a pandemic was really important to me to keep going. Knowing we could expand the number of artists that we get to hear from because it's virtual and I don't have to worry about your rehearsal schedule necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, because location is not an issue i try to keep it chicago centered but if people are out of the state people are out of the state let's see what i can do with that 
Um, I, you know, like I said, I keep it Chicago focused, but what can we do? So now because hideout did such an amazing fucking job of switching to a virtual platform, like as a venue, like it was to me very innovative to go, okay, so we're, we're now, we're on the noon chorus platform. They tried out a couple different platforms. We're doing regular weekly live shows, full programming all week. Hideout mm-hmm. is hosting these things. So when do you want to do it? So super generous of our host, like home to make sure that they know that we have a platform. And I was like, well, fuck. Okay. That's amazing. That's, that's fucking great. It says a lot about the show. It does. And it says a lot about them. Been like, yeah, sorry guys. Real easy. You know? But they've done some incredible work um, and they continue to, which just makes me very happy. And so now um, we cut the pieces down to five minutes because seven minutes in internet time is seven years. Ooh. Yeah, we tried four. That was too short. So five. Oh, I'm nice. sorry. Let, 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 I want to go back real fast. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry to cover this. Uh, why in the before times were the pieces only seven minutes? Oh, because anything after seven minutes is uh, a slow and painful death that will make you gouge your own eyes out with your thumbnails. Ooh. It's just, it is a really great like streaming kind of uh, broadcast room that they've got going. Uh, we have help from them. I have now taken to way more video editing, which is, uh, let's add that to the list. Uh, <laughs> so I can make a new like cool opening visual and uh, ads for our sponsor and graphic design for our combatants. So, you know, it's a little more work, but it's worth it. So you've got your combatants now videoing their own pieces and sending them to you. And you're, so you're kind of, you and your co-host timekeeper, Josh Degoran, he was the timekeeper in the before times, made sure everybody was running their seven minutes. Now he's just a quirky uh, co-host who has uh, banter and (laughs) homemade signs and stupid shit. And made signs and stupid shit. But he also tallies the votes because now you can still vote, but you vote uh, in the chat. So he tallies the votes. Uh, And now he's actually running the broadcast. So, um, He'll, he'll, he pushes the buttons to make the stuff go when it needs to go. That guy. Um, I know. He's the worst best. He's the worst. Uh, but you guys, you have, you have the, the pre-recorded pieces, but you two are running yeah. live on those nights. So basically yeah. you, I mean, you put together your own live broadcast show yeah. uh, that's running now. It's the first or second Tuesday of every month. Third. <laughs> yes i'm good at remembering things that i always do um so every third thursday of the month uh-huh. uh you can find right club at the on the at the, the hideout website that's the hideout.com correct hideoutchicago.com i believe okay uh and then uh what are the they are still a ticket cost so you can get a code to come in uh what was the cost of the show how much is it Ten dollars. Ten dollars. So ten entire dollars plus it's whatever their service fee is, and it's fine. You'll live. Uh, it's so, like two dollars. So it's like twelve dollars all day. Yeah, all day. So you go. Uh, you can go to Hideout's webpage. You can also go to noonchorus.com/slash/hideout, and then you see all the shows. Hmm. You can also get a monthly pass to Hideout if you want for twenty-five dollars a month, and you can just watch all their shit because they have a lot of shit. They have a lot. It's like you're invested in the Hideout. I really love them. They're really good to us. <laughs> well, they're well. They're also just a great. Cl- I mean, historic fucking bar. I mean, yeah. It's the hideout. If you if you've never been, if things open back up and one day and they're still there, go that to fucking hideout. They have amazing programs. They have a great outside patio where you can sit and listen yeah. to music and drink and have a great time. It's a, it's a fucking great place. Legendary music venue. Legendary. So be sure to check out Right Club, uh, the third 
Tuesday of every month. Third. There you go. There Third you go. Third Tuesday of every month. I want to now talk about this big project that you've got working in the works that you got yep. some stuff feelers out on too. Uh, yep. cause I love this project. I got them lucky enough. Thank you so much to be a part of it. I had so much, so oh my much God, fun. Thank you. It, but, you helped um, so much. You and your, uh, work wife, Sarah mm-hmm. Savini have written and produced yeah. and starred in and everything yeah. else in yeah. your own web series entitled Corey and Sarah are famous. Yes. Um, true. <laughs> what were y'all drinking when this project came up? Everything. First of all, <laughs> we never stopped. So Sarah and I met several times in theater, just crossing over. Like it, it's too many layers, like how it like, Oh, and then we did this together. And then I heard about you through this and then that, and then we wound up in that mm-hmm. together. Just this constant crossing of paths and working with each other. And I worked with her theater company and I don't know that she ever worked with mine. God damn it. We're not friends anymore. Okay. All right. So but, now it's just a Corey is famous. And right. so and, how is it working by yourself these days? I mean, it's lonely. It's fine. Mm. But you know what? She who must not be named uh, didn't work with my theater company. So she can eat a B and D's. So then we worked together at uh, Factory and that is where we realized i think how well we fit together mm-hmm. and how the banter works yes. Uh, oh, yes so we started uh so we wrote a show together and that went up in 2010 called the league of awesome and uh as superheroes because why wouldn't you why wouldn't you why wouldn't you um and we continued to write together for you know like some roasts here and there and then we wrote we've written a total of six plays together now and at some point in our hangouts, I started recording our conversations in the car. <laughs> uh, and, we, and I started a random YouTube show called Get in the Car so with me. Fun. It's so fun. It was just me fucking around on iMovie uh, just because I wanted, I wanted to record what other people were telling me they wanted to watch. They're like, oh, we could just watch you two talk all day. I'm like, why though? <laughs> why? And what why? would you like us to talk about? What would you like us to talk about? So I, I turned the camera on and mostly it was me getting Sarah to say stuff while I just deadpanned at the camera. Um, and then a, some shit would happen that we would put into the show. So then uh, we started talking about doing a pilot together and due to some crossed wires, <laughs> we got Kyle Hammond involved. <laughs> The two of them were drunk and he was trying to uh, get her to do one of his projects and she somehow looped him into directing our pilot. Uh, and he was like, <laughs> great, can't wait to see you for the thing. And both of them are like, what are you talking about? Uh, so... <laughs> that in itself is a sitcom. Mm-hmm. So then we wrote and shot a pilot called Corinne Sarah Famous that was about how Sarah was already uh, a professional actor. Like that was her job. Mm-hmm. And I was leaving my day job to do that. And we focused on that uh, and what that means in this city and what that means when you're <laughs> middle fucking aged and doing that. Right. Um, and we gorilla shot it like downtown. We shot on the L, did all the shit you're not supposed to do Love to it. enter it into a contest. It was great. But we looked at it and we were like, well, that's good job, Kyle. But that's, that's not really the story we want to tell. And Kyle's like, no, I don't think it is. I'm like, I don't think it is either. So we went back and Sarah brought up that because of getting the car, we had our stories already. Mm. We had the shit that happened. We had the, the, <laughs> the 
woman on a date with a married guy trying to buy us shots. Oh God, that was. We had we had me trying to save bunnies from the side of the road. We had, uh, oh Jesus, uh, there's so many more. Uh, Sarah's the very first episode of Get in the Car is Sarah's bra breaking in the car, and yes, that is the, the broken first, bra. Her the broken bra. Um, the underwire coming out of her bra and showing it to the camera. Um, we had all of these things already. So we wrote uh, six episodes and we got uh, three guest directors and Kyle directed the rest. And we are now actually, as of today, I have now seen three of six episodes uh, going through their edits um, with an amazing editor that we have. And we're getting to sound and color correction. That's and exciting. It's really close. And it's really exciting. It's, it's very, very cool. Because this has been a couple of years in the making. I mean, we filmed was... in the summer of 2019. It's terrifying. Uh, but at the same time, we also really wanted to focus on the talent in this city. You know, so yeah, Sarah and yes. I have great banter, but I was not really joking earlier when I'm like, it really helps to have talented friends because holy mm -hmm. shit, I really do. Yeah. And, and the city is chock full of talented people. I mean, that's one reason why I, I started this show was because I know this city is filled with people who are incredibly talented and the world needs to know that because everybody's yes. so focused on New York and everybody's so focused on LA that they don't realize that Chicago is the basis of a, a massive amount of talented actors and musicians and writers and things that are in the world right now that you know, you're like, fuck, they're, that's Chicago. You know, right. that's why they're that's why they're as good as they are is because of this city. Absolutely. And the support that the city gives and we didn't even get to work with a fraction of the people that we wanted to work with. Mm -hmm. Like we still have so much just among our just a friends like, oh, God, I can't believe you weren't in it this time. I can't believe you weren't in it. We just well, that's what season two is for. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> season two is going to be a road comedy, but we'll get to that. Uh, so we really wanted to highlight as much as we could. Um, and everyone's making it up as they go along anyway mm -hmm. uh asking for shit is hard but if you don't have it you have nothing to lose so we didn't know what the fuck we were doing um which is apparent in several steps of this process <laughs> but, <laughs> uh but we having when i first said out loud to someone that we had 30 days to raise sixteen thousand dollars uh twenty thousand dollars i was like i just said that out loud this is a terrible idea. Oh, uh, when you told me that I almost threw up. I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Just the I, idea I, of like, just like raising thirty thousand dollars in two years. I'm like, that's going to be tough. This is never going to happen, and it's it happened. It and I then I wanted to throw up. I'm like, oh my god, people actually believe this can happen. Holy shit! Uh, <laughs> oh no. Um, I'll tell you that money goes real fast too. Wow, when you pay everybody, <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. We were also pitching this to see if we could get producing partners and investors. So then I was putting a pitch deck together for the first mm -hmm. time. We and hired those are an, surprisingly expensive as well. It, it turns out those yeah. are hard. And we hired an illustrator because, you know, why, why have one facet to a production? Put in cartoons and get celebrity voiceovers. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And have some live music to film while you're all right. We didn't use that, but we did it. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So, I mean, just putting all of that together we just knew we had to we knew that there was no way to do it other than the way we want to do it otherwise why fucking bother mm -hmm. why bother if you're going to do it and go i guess this is fine i don't see the point in putting that out exactly because i mean the point of putting it out is not just to be like i did a thing it's like no look i did a thing now why don't you hire me to continue to do this thing if you could comedy central thing Right. Can you pay for this thing? Because my, this thing is very expensive and it was on a shoestring. So like, 
also all these people, you should pay all these people. You should hire every single one of these people. Especially that dapper gentleman in the bar with the green t-shirt. <laughs> he was very good. The sp- I mean, he was very good. Very the- good. He must have gone to Juilliard for the way I he can- delivered that dick punch. I mean, that dick punch was the Kenneth Branagh of dick punches. Uh, was- Kenny B. <laughs> Old friend Kenny B. Um, Loudest, right? Yes, absolutely. One of the world's finest. Um, because of Corey and Sarah famous, while this is uh, sitting in editing limbo, because that's where yes. editing sits for a while, yes. and, you're, and you're dotting I's and crossing T's, uh, you have taken Corey and Sarah and also have turned it into um, a, a branched off weekly sh- channel on Twitch now. Yes. Um, so with two different shows. Uh, so yes. while we're sitting and waiting on Corey and Sarah famous, uh-huh. which is exhausting waiting, I don't like it. Uh, we can yeah. then drop in and still enjoy you guys uh, on uh, two shows. One, the topic is with you yeah. and Sarah, yeah. and then signature cocktails with Kyle. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, let's start off with the topic is. Uh, what? What? What is your topic is? How does that work? So the topic is is basically what kind of started getting the car. Only now you just see us do it like on a. On a video version, mm-hmm. we're going to banter about some shit uh, because you know you got two middle-aged Jews with nothing else to do. So we're going to we're going to banter about some shit. Nothing um, else to do. Nothing else to do. Nothing else to lose. Nothing else to do except for the fact that we're also writing an audio serial and uh, uh, are about to have a reading for a pilot. But nothing else. So every Wednesday at six, uh, Sarah and I will banter some shit. Right now, we're bantering some TikTok questions, which is super fun. Um, uh for the topic is and there's live chat on both twitch and facebook live so we're interacting with our audience uh doing that um we've had some guests which are super fun we had Mm -hmm. sydney charles come and teach us about working in a dispensary and what you as as a weed connoisseur should know um you know we had uh veronica garza talk about uh her tiktok uh viral fame and as well as what she knows being married to a funeral director uh so So on the topic is where do you get i mean where where do you get your topics is it just from the people who are watching or is it a situation where like people write in and then you have put them in a hat shake them up like how do you how do you get your premise we had some people uh we asked in the beginning for people to participate but then we realized that's a little like going to an improv show and you're like i don't want to be in your show i'm just here to be entertained i don't want to participate unless you're you're me and you just go in and write butts every time Yes, which is always great. All you're like the guy at IO screaming out, you know, you're gay. Like that's fine. That's but you improv about boobies, right? Which I'm happy to do. So we'll either take something from the news that's happening right now. We will, you know, right before the election, we're like, what's in your go bag? Because we should probably have a go bag. Um, You know, not really sure it's gonna happen. Uh, And now there are these. people will stitch like four seconds of a video on TikTok where someone has asked a question um, like, you know, what is something that you think is wrong with you, but you're not necessarily going to tell a doctor? I'll go first. And so ah. we're taking those parts of the videos and we're exploring those as well. That's so, what happens. So it seems like topic is, is like a, just a, a really entertaining Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's great. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly great. what it is. I mm-hmm. like that. Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to tune in because I think it's, it's, it's great because you could like, I have a smart TV and I have Twitch on there so I can sit and watch y'all on TV. 
Oh, or a lot of times what I can do, what I'll do is like, if I'm, if it's time when me, when I'm starting to cook supper, uh, I listen to it as a podcast and put my earbuds in and just listen to you guys. So it's, it's great because it works in multiple formats. You can sit and watch and do the whole thing. Or if you wanted to put it on the side while you're working or doing something, you can still listen and enjoy it because it's, it is just the banter of, you know, you two talking about stuff, <laughs> talking um, about stuff, asking you about your opinions about stuff. <laughs> and then we'll talk about it. What, what's all your stuff? We're going to talk about your the stuff. Stuff. And every now and then we'll go off about something and Kyle has to reel us back in. So Kyle uh, being part of the crew now mm-hmm. also has his show on the channel, which is the Signature yes. Cocktail Hour on Fridays. Yes, it's just the Signature Cocktail because now it's about 20 minutes long. Okay, so the Signature Cocktail 20 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, what is his format for his show? So we actually just changed it. Uh, so it's Fridays at six and we are getting as many industry professionals as we can, uh, trying to help out both actor industry professionals and also bar industry professionals. There's often a very large center of that Venn diagram. <laughs> and so trying to teach Kyle, who uh, has a home bar, but is like a, you know, a, an average Joe when it comes to how do I make this cocktail? I bought some stuff. I bought a I shaker. can make a beer. Right. I can make a beer. I think I have what, uh, so, uh, so 20 minutes, what happens is, so he'll do a little catch up. Hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then we're going to learn how to make this person's signature cocktail, their favorite drink. Uh, ideally we're also promoting a bar or restaurant that is hopefully still open. Mm. Um, uh, and if not, then you just know about this person and here's their Venmo and you can give them some money. Um, and maybe they'll give us a little bit of, uh, we've gotten some history on the drinks, which is really cool. Like oh, when great. Sam Hubbard did a Cranhattan, uh, Johnny Moe did, I think an old fashioned and, uh, had a, a, a both of them have, uh, Lillian Brown did a corpse reviver and has told us about these cocktails and like their origins and stuff, which is super cool. So signature cocktails, uh, we find every Friday, every Friday 6- at 6 PM central on the Twitch and the Facebook lives. And topic is, is every Wednesday. Every six. Wednesday at six on Twitch and the Facebook lives. The Facebook's lives. The Facebook's. Um, I, I mean, I, I love you and, and Sarah. I mean, you, you're like family to me. And uh, I, but I, I will say biasly that I think, I think that's, this project is going to be fucking, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's the, what I've seen of it is, is very funny. And I, and I love the little world that you two are building uh, the characters that you're putting into this world and the ideas that you have heard for future building of this world. I think as long as everything goes the way it should, uh, I, I think this is going to be a fun project to be working on for quite a long time. I'm, I'm super proud of both of y'all and, and, Thank and I'm you. super impressed with both of y'all and what, able, what y'all been able to do and put together. Thank you. It, you know, like I, you said, y'all didn't know what y'all were doing and you nope. did a lot, you know. And I, I have pushed a human out of me and this was the hardest thing I've ever done. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. This, this, was, this was something else. Um, but it's worth it. It just is. And no matter what happens with it, knowing that you're looking at it, you're like, yeah, that is what I was thinking. That's what I was, and that that's happened. Ma- and that's magical. So many times you're like, that's close to what I was thinking. Or like, that'll do. And I, or I think that's funny too, but it's very, it's not very yeah, often that no. you, you see it and you're like, yes, that was it. That, you, you saw my brain. Yep. And it's amazing when someone can get that and you need everyone to get that mm-hmm. from the way the shot is set up to your editor has to understand the rhythm. Everyone has to be there. 
And the number of people that got there on this production was incredible because I have been told that we don't have a rhythm that can be replicated. We don't have an understandable tone or whatever. And, uh, you know, you get a lot of that shit and you're like, ah, it's not going to work. It's too niche. It's too no, weird. It's too niche, too weird. Where can we find all this information about Corey and Sarah Famous, um, Twitch channels and all that kind of things for our signature cocktails our topic is? Uh, you can find us at Corey and Sarah on Facebook. You can find us at Corey and Sarah on Instagram. Uh, and, and that's Corey, C-O-R-R-I. Correct. Yes, thank you. Uh, because when you decide in seventh grade how your name is going to be spelled, you're stuck with an I because you probably want to put a heart over it. And then you just don't change it because lazy. So Corey and Sarah are famous. And it's Sarah without an H. It's S-A-R-A. So Corey and Sarah famous dot com. Uh, also, yeah, Facebook. What did I say? Facebook, Twitch, because it's Corey and Sarah on Twitch. It's Corey and Sarah on Instagram. It's Corey and Sarah on Facebook. It's Corey and Sarah on Twitter. It's pretty consistent. It's Corey and Sarah on YouTube. Just go find um, Corey and Sarah. C-O-R-I and S-A-R-A. That's it. And if you put those together with an and, you'll find them. That's exactly how that works. Science. Put an and in the middle. Science. I mean, it's just fucking science, y'all. It's science. Every time. Every time. I cannot wait to see this Me series too. come out. Me um, Corbett, you've listened to the podcast, so you know what's mm-hmm. coming up. You know what time it is. Okay. It's time nice. for same three questions. Same and as you know, questions. these are oh, do it. Let's do it one more time. It's okay. time for same three questions. Same three questions. These are the same three questions that I ask all of my guests to find out more about how they tink in their brains. Uh, so, so the first question is, uh, Corbett, if you could have one superpower, which would it be and why? You know, so I've been thinking about this because I've listened to every fucking episode and every time, well, you know, I'm, I like to support also it's a real good show. Kevin, you got a real good show here. Thanks Corbett's. That sounds like I'm, I'm threatening. It's a real nice show you got I'm here. Threatening. It's a it's a really nice show. You want me to come in here and fucking take it down? Same if it'd be a damn shame if anyone came on and ruined it, uh, like <laughs> me. But I keep going to like some kind of cool, unique superpower that I would have, you know, oh, I kindness or I, you know, apparition, whatever, something awesome. But no, super strength, saving orphans. But we all know it's flight. Like, let's it's just. Flight. Do- it's flight because that's what you dream about because you wake up dis-a-fucking-pointed that you can't actually fly yep. because it was so real. Mm-hmm. You had the effort. It was cold the higher you got. You knew exactly what it felt like and you woke up going, ah, fuck. So you know that's what it is. All right. So flying. Great answer. I mean, that's a fun answer. I mean, who doesn't want to fly except I mean, ding-dongs who are afraid of heights? Right. Um, and yes, that's right. I said it. You're afraid of heights out there. I'll start a You're fight a with you. Email me at bigtalkpodcast.com. No, that's our website. That's not on our website. Bigtalkpodcast at gmail.com. You write me. Yeah, I'll fight you right now. That's the subject line. Ding dong. Ding dong. Yep. Question number two. Number two. If after you died, you were reincarnated as a sandwich, which sandwich would you be? So this was actually an answer that Sarah gave at one point that she categorized breakfast as a type of sandwich, not like a bacon, egg and cheese, but what, what kind of sandwich breakfast? <laughs> so what would your breakfast sandwich entail? There was a breakfast sandwich that we had in college and it's just 
white fucking bread. It's not the one I would make. It's not the one that I eat all the time. Mm -hmm. Nope. But it had like white bread, eggs, probably American cheese, which I don't even think is cheese, mm -hmm. uh, and and bacon and eggs on it. That sounds amazing. It, it was. And so I would be a hangover cure heart attack sandwich. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Uh, and that's, that's a, a, that is a great sandwich to be. I think it's thank you thank you i think so too excellent choice uh and last question hey corbett yeah blue or green aquamarine aquamarine so sorry well the answer was blue uh corbett please very quickly go over all of the places that we can find all of the things that you do again please tell us where we can find right club please tell us where we can find Corey and sarah Twitch. Tell us all about where we can find you too. And also, I mean, you become TikTok famous uh, for uh, the the Gen Zs. What are we called? Uh, we're, we're Gen X. We we're are Gen, Gen X. For you, you become like a Gen X TikTok star. So please let us know where we can find you on TikTok as well. So give us all your information. I will. All you have to do is spell my name and it's C-O-R-R-B as in boy E-T-T-E. -T -T -E, and that is what will lead you to me on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. And uh, I'm hardly on Twitter. Uh, and it's also my website, corbett.com and, um, and right club is there. And you, you can find all of those things at all of those places just by finding my name, because when your parents give you that name, you put it on everything and, and you claim it as yours. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Corey, it's, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me. I mean, it's hanging out. I know it's hanging out, but it's hanging out on the show and that's a different thing. And it's so I hope I didn't me. ruin it. Thank you so much for having oh, it's, me. I, this one's probably going to get scrapped and uh, you shouldn't air well, that. Yeah, this one, this is, this will be like one of those ones that later in life, like at the end of the career, they're like the, un, the, the unaired episodes of who the fuck be like, I thought you said she was funny. What in the actual fuck is yeah, this? No, what I in mean, the entire hell is this? I have like 10 listeners. I'll have like two after this and one of them will be you so, and the other will be Chuck. Yeah. I mean, hooray for Chuck. I'm so sorry about no, what I've totally done. Fine. It's totally it's, fine. I'm going to leave all this in too so people know. They should uh, know. I did this. I like walked into your virtual bathroom and ruined it and then left. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you for coming. I do love hanging out with Corbett. She is one of my favorites. Uh, be sure to go check out Right Club. It's an amazing fucking show. I think you'll love the hell out of it. And uh, be sure to follow uh, Corey and Sarah for their more details. And Corey and Sarah are famous. Check them out on Twitch on the topic is and then signature cocktails on Friday. Well, that about does it for this episode. My radiators are heating up. I want to give a big thank you to my dear friend Jason Moody for making this kick-ass theme song. I love hearing it every fucking time. And thank you my dear friends for coming back and listening again be sure to join us next episode when we sit down with a new guest and we ask them that burning question who the fuck are you blah 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 big talk